In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In today's meditation, we are going to consider different ways to share our light. We Christians in the Catholic Church are the light of the world. That's what the Lord told us. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. And the Lord wants us to be there, bringing clarity where there is darkness, bringing good taste, good flavor, where there is, you know, soreness of mouth, if you like. So, Lord, give me your grace to be a good apostle. You have called me to be in the middle of the world, but being there as a light. Uh, I'm not, we are not supposed to be in the middle of the world with fear. We are not supposed to be in the middle of the world having doubts of how great it is, the light of the gospel. No, we are supposed to be there being proud of being children of God, being proud of having received the light of the gospel and being open and able always to share this light with those around us. So I'll give me a grace to be a good apostle. The Lord said to the apostles <clears throat> before the ascension, into heaven, go all over the world and preach the gospel to the whole of creation. And the Lord has told these words to you and to me. Not only to the apostles back then, and that's it. All of us in the church are supposed to work on this missionary endeavor to transform the world. So let us ask our Lord at the very beginning of this time of prayer, Lord, I want to be a good instrument. I want to be this person that you want me to be so that others around me are going to enjoy living a life worth of the name of Christians. St. Paul <clears throat> spent all his life evangelizing, right? We have read recently in the, during the Easter season <clears throat> in the readings in the Mass, we have read over the adventures of St. Paul in the evangelization. And at a certain point, St. Paul went to the Areopagus. The Areopagus is this place in... Athens, that was the capital of the cultural world back then, and St. Paul was there because he wanted to discuss ideas, you know, the Areopagus was the place where everybody went to, to discuss good ideas, you know, it's kind of our TED Talks, you know, that's what Areopagus was in Greece back then in Athens, right, and St. Paul was there around in Athens and he saw these sculptures to the god of, of war, sculpture to the god of work, Sculpture to the God of the home, sculpture to the God of heavens and the God of the seas and, you know, sculptures everywhere dedicated to different gods because that's the Greek mythology, right? But also Greek people <laughs> dedicated this sculpture to the unknown God. And Paul saw it as he was walking by in Athens and then he went to the Areopagus to discuss about these things. And he said, you know, I see guys here in Greece and in Athens especially, that you are very religious because you have statues for all sorts of gods, even to a god that you might not have met yet, you know, so that just in case you have a sculpture there for him, you know, to the unknown god. So St. Paul said, okay, so this is the god 
I am talking to you about. And then St. Paul explained all the history of our salvation, right? In a few words, by saying that there is God, that is creator, and he created everything, and this God is close to us, you know, he's interested in us. You know, Paul said that because Greek mythological gods, you know, don't care about human beings, and they are trying, they try to be far away from human beings. They try not to mix up, not to mingle with human beings, because human beings are inferior and gods are superior, right? So Paul insisted in the idea, you know, talking to these Greek people. There is a God that is creator, but he's close to us. So close to us that in him we live and in him we move. Eh? He's constantly protecting us. Plus, that God sent his son, you know, to the world. He was incarnated and, you know, he died for all of us, but he rose from the dead. So at that point, when Greek people heard this word, resurrection of the dead, a few of them laughed at St. Paul, and others told him, listen, we will hear you again about this, you know. So there was kind of a rejection of the message that Paul was bringing, but a few guys were interested, and Paul kept talking to them, and a few guys converted, right? So this is the mission we have been called to do, to be evangelizers, huh? That is about sharing our light. Sharing our light, not only with our words, above all with our example. Now we will see a few tips on evangelization. But let us ask our Lord to be ready, to be courageous, to pass on to those around us this beautiful message of evangelization. So here are for you, if you want to take them, 10 tips for evangelization for teenagers. Okay. So here is the first one. If you want to be a good evangelizer, sacrifice yourself for your friends. This is exactly what the Lord did. Yeah? The Lord died in the cross for us. The Lord rose from the dead for us. But it's not only that the Lord did that in one occasion, right? Everything the Lord did in this world was meant to be for each one of us to set us free from sin. So when the Lord was working in Nazareth for 30 years, well... The Lord was doing that for you and for me. And when the Lord was tired, well, he probably offered that up to God the Father, that tiredness, for you and for me. Uh, and when the Lord was touring Palestine in those long days, preaching and preaching and preaching and healing people, etc., the Lord was thinking of you. The Lord was thinking of me. Everything the Lord did is a sacrifice, you know, to God the Father for us to be, for us to be set free from sin. So, if we want to be evangelizers, we have to do what the Lord. We have to do what the Lord did. The Lord sacrificed Himself for His friends. So we have to sacrifice ourselves for our friends, and this happens when you do normal things. So when you are <clears throat> doing homework, you offer that up to God the Father for your friends. When you are playing hockey, you offer that up to God the Father. When you are cleaning your room. You can offer that up to God the Father for your friends. When you are having meals, and then you offer up to the Lord that small mortification. That's a good sacrifice that you can offer up to the Lord for your friends. And when we offer up to the Lord sacrifices for our friends, that's when we are, good, when we are being good evangelizers. Huh? The evangelizer is not about just going to a place, preaching and succeeding a lot. No. When you see what St. Paul did, I mean, of course, there were massive conversions at the very beginning in the history of the church, but most of the time it was little by little, family after family, people were converting. Huh? It was not super, I mean, there was 
massive conversions, as I said, but also there was a lot of just a few guys understood what Paul was saying and were interested, you know? So that's our thing, to evangelize our friends by praying for them, talking to them, specifically offering up to the Lord small sacrifices for them. So now, in our conversation with the Lord, we can ask him, hey Lord, are you happy with my evangelization? Or could I offer up to you more sacrifices for my friends? That's the first tip. Second tip, say short prayers for your friends. Yeah. Evangelization is about, you know, the encounter between someone and God. And the Lord has told us, hey, go and try to help people in that encounter between them and me. So we are in the middle. So what we do first, if we want to evangelize, is to pray a lot for those people we have been entrusted with. For those people, you know, who are your friends. For those people you are in touch with. We pray for them a lot every day. And we pray for them a lot every day by saying short aspirations. You know, you can, when you greet the images of Our Lady in your house, you can say, Mother, take care of this person. Or when you drive by in the city and you see a church, you say to the Lord, Lord, I know that you are there in the Blessed Sacrament. Please take care of this person. Or when you know that someone is in trouble or someone needs some prayers, you say a Hail Mary for that person. Or you say a Memorare to Our Lady for this person. That's super important. Or when you are invited by your parents, maybe, to say the rosary. That's a great opportunity for you to pray for your friends so that they have this encounter with Christ. And you are the instrument. You are the instrument helping them to really have an encounter between them and Christ. I was in Rome in Holy Week and I was praying there in a chapel in St. Peter's Basilica where there remains of St. John Paul II are there, you know, in a nice chapel. And I was praying for there. Excuse me. <clears throat> I was praying there for all the people I am in touch with. And I have a long list. So I put it out on my phone. And I was praying for this person, for this person, for this person, for these girls. You know, of course, I prayed for you, the girls, you know, of the summer camps in Canada. And, you know, it was great to be there asking St. John Paul II, that Pope who traveled around the world, asking the Lord through his intercession for all the people, you know, and trying to help. Well, this is the way we evangelize. Eh? Evangelization is not that you go somewhere, you deliver a speech, and everybody converts, and everybody wants to be better, and that's it. Well, God makes miracles in people's hearts. What we have to do is to pray a lot for them so that people decide to open up their hearts to the coming of the Holy Spirit upon us. So that's the second tip. Say short prayers for your friends. Of course, pray for them in the Mass, etc. But throughout the day, you can say always short prayers for your friends. The third tip, of course, is set a good example. Yeah? We have to behave well, right? So we will not be hypocritical. Huh? We are supposed to be people who do what they say. Huh? We are supposed to be people who live according to what they preach. Huh? We cannot be hypocritical. And it is sad, you know, what the Lord said about the Pharisees, right? Do whatever they say, but don't do, don't live the way they live because their lives are not exemplary lives, right? So that's the failure of a teacher. That's the failure of a leader. 
someone who speaks a lot, but then his life is not according to his words. Huh? So Lord, give me a grace to be honest. Give me a grace to live according to what we preach. To live according to what I preach. Give me a grace, Lord, to do whatever I say. You know, We cannot just place heavy burdens on people's shoulders, as the Lord said, and not to help them with a finger, right? Without a finger. Um, with a finger. So, Lord, give me your grace to be this apostle you want me to be. Someone who sets a good example. Then, fourth tip, do favors to your friends. And the Lord says in the gospel, I have called you friends. And the Lord said as well, there is no greater love than this, the one who lays down his own life for his own friends. And the Lord did so. So the Lord gave his life for us in the cross. The Lord washed the apostles' feet. And he promised to us, did you understand what I have just done? Okay, if you understand it and you do it, you will be blessed. The Lord is telling us, hey, if you serve, you will be happy. And if you serve... You will help others around you, right? So let us ask our Lord to work, to help us to work on this spirit of service. Lord, give me this spirit of service in my dealings with people, huh? just to serve them. We are not supposed to lecture people. We are supposed to serve people, to make things easier for people with our help. Huh? That's why it's a good idea to help our friends the best way we can, right? To be always available to lend a hand. If your friend needs some help with homework, just be there to help him with homework. If your friend needs advice, give to your friend good advice. If your friend needs words of courage, give to him her words of courage. But Lord, give me a grace to be always available and give me a grace, Lord, always to be generous, to do favors to my friends. This is the way it works. I have called you friends. And we befriend those around us. A Christian in the Catholic Church is a person who is very joyful, cheerful, peaceful, and a person with lots of friends. Because we know how to love. Because that's what Jesus told us to do. Love one another as I have loved you, right? And the Lord loved us big time with his sacrifice. So Lord, give me a grace to do favors to my friends. The fifth tip is just talk to a friend. At certain point in our evangelization work, we gotta talk to people, and, and well, we gotta talk to people in an in a normal way, you know. Maybe your friend is gonna tell you about a bad book she's reading, right? And you know that's a bad book. Okay, so you can come up. Yeah, oh, I'm reading this other book that is super interesting, or I know of this good that is super interesting and good, you know. For instance, The Beacon at Alexandria by Gillian Bradshaw. It's an amazing action novel, right? And, well, so we counterbalance bad things with good things, right? So if your friend is reading bad stuff, you suggest to your friend a good book. Or, for instance, if you know that your friend is watching bad TV shows, okay, as a good evangelizer, you will tell her, well, I prefer this other TV show that it's much better, you know, and that you know that doesn't have any bad content, right? For instance, Designated Survivor. At least the first season, right? So there is a lot of good stuff there that we can talk about to counterbalance the, the bad things that are happening, right? And it is, it is a good idea to talk to our friends and to give good ideas on what YouTube channels to watch, what books to read, 
what TV shows to watch, etc. Right? <coughs> or what bad, if they are watching bad movies, we can recommend a good movie. You know, there is some super nice, amazing movie I have seen recently. That is R R R, three R's. You know, it's a Bollywood movie, but it's super good. Well, so you know, this is the way we evangelize. We don't hit people in the head with the catechism of the Catholic Church, eh? and we don't think that they are bad because they don't believe in God or they have bad ways of living, whatever. No, we, with our cheerfulness, we suggest, hey, why don't you try this because it's much better, because this is according to the teachings of the Catholic Church, you know? So this is good stuff you could watch. And then you will see your friend is going to like you, because you will be genuine, you will be, you know, not the guy who follows the trend, but you will be the girl, the lady, who sets up the trend. You will be the real leader. The sixth tip is make yourself known to your friends about your Christian life. Huh? Meaning, share with your friends things you do in your Christian life that you, you know, that, that you like. For instance, if it's Monday and people are talking about what they did in the weekend, so you say that, no, I attended Mass, of course, on Sunday, yesterday, and it was great. And I like to go to Mass, you know, because when you go to Mass, you pray together with your family, you see a lot of friends, um, you receive the body of Christ, you read the Word of God, and you listen to God's voice. So God talks to us in Mass, you know. Plus, you can receive Him in the Holy Communion, and you can pray for all your intentions and your needs, and you feel that God helps you, and then you, when you come out of the Mass, you know, you, you are happier. So yeah, I attended Mass yesterday, and it was great. You just say that, you know. And people will say, wow, so you like attending Mass on Sundays? Yes, I do. Cool, good for you, you know, I and mean, people are going to like it, you know, and people are going to respect that. Or, for instance, you can tell your friend, no, I went to confession and I feel much better. Yeah, because when I go to confession, I say to the Lord, I'm sorry for my sins, and I begin again. And that makes me feel super good. And I know that God forgives me, and my conscience is at peace, and I'm super happy. And your friends will say, wow. I would like that, you know. So you share with others, you make yourself known, you know, and you make yourself known about the things you do to live as a good Christian in the Catholic Church. The seventh tip is defend the values you learned at home. Uh, we live in a different, difficult culture that time, a long time ago has drifted away from Christian values and our behavior as Christians, you know, crashes you know, with the culture because our culture is very far away from God, right? So here's the thing. Defend your values. Defend the values you learned at home no matter what happens, okay? Because those values you learned are the light of the gospel. Yeah? If you live according to those values, you will have light. If you live according to those values, you will bring flavor to this world that is tasteless. Huh? So that's the way it works. If you are consistent with your values, the things that you have learned at home, you will be super happy. Your parents have taught you good stuff. Huh? In the church, you learn good stuff. Here in this camp, you are learning lots of good stuff. So make of all of this the compass for your life. So that you know where you are going, you know what's the right direction to follow. And that's going to make you super happy. 
and keep up this mentality when people around you say that what you do is weird, you are weird, you don't do this, you don't do that, why don't you do try this, you know? So when your friends challenge you because they don't live according to our faith, right? You don't drop your values, okay? We're going to swim up the tide. We're going to go upstream, you know? The day we stop doing that, that means we are dead, you know? So we need to do this. And those values are going to give us a lot of joy. And when people see that we are consistent with these values, they will say, wow, this is the power of truth. Ideas that make your life happier, stronger, and you really are a good leader. The eighth tip on this evangelization for teenagers, you know, here's how it goes. Respect others and make yourself to be respected. So when we feel this friction between our culture and our values, we need to respect others, but to make ourselves respected, right? So <clears throat> it is important to uh, understand where my friends are coming from so that I can, okay, this person don't believe, this person doesn't believe this for this reason, because this person comes from this environment, from these ideas, okay, I understand that, but I know that those ideas are much worse than mine, okay? I respect the fact that this person is kind of lost, but I'm not going to drop my values to be lost as this person, just to fit in, right? No. So we don't need to drop our values to fit in. We fit in when we really love our friends, yeah? because someone who really loves people is always welcome. Huh? So our focus is going to be on that, to love people, and never to drop our values and to make ourselves respected uh, and to respect others. So it's important to ask our Lord for this understanding. Lord, give me the understanding of, <clears throat> you know, respecting where these people are coming from, to understand, not to judge my friends at all, just to love them. And in that friendship, little by little, I will, you know, attract them to be better Christians. But we respect others, and we ask others to respect us. And still, we have a lot of friends. Then the ninth tip is ask questions about your faith to understand it better, meaning we need training. Okay? So how can you explain to your friends all these things that they don't understand, or all these things they criticize, you know, in the Catholic Church? They criticize this and this about the Catholic Church for these reasons? Okay, so how do you respond to that so that you understand why what the church teaches is good and why they are lost? So how do you explain that to yourself so that you accept that teaching? And how do you explain that to those around you so that they understand that it makes sense? That's important. And we need training. And that's <clears throat> one of the things you get in the summer camps. If you go to the center of the work, you will have mentors. You have the opportunity to talk to a priest. Of course, you have your parents, so you can ask, hey, how can I explain this to my friends? Or how can, how can I understand this for myself first, right? So training, eh? ask questions about your faith to understand it better. And finally, invite someone to participate in the activities you participate. For instance, this camp, or the activities you participate in, in the center of the work. So go there with your friends, invite them to come with you, 
because you are going to have there lots of fun, plus you're going to learn a lot of things. And that's super important. So don't go to these activities alone. Invite your friends. Hmm? And let us ask our mother, the queen of the apostles, to help us always, always, always to be at work in the task of evangelization. Huh? Wherever you are, you can do a lot. Huh? If you pray, if you offer up to the Lord sacrifices for your friends, if you offer up to the Lord your daily work for them, if you set a good example, if you talk to the, your friends, and invite them to be better, if you share your faith with them, if you train yourself, yeah, if you don't drop your values, I mean, all these things we have said, let us ask our Lord to work on them so that we can be optimal evangelizers in the middle of the world in the 21st century. So to Our Lady, the Queen of the Apostles, entrust the resolutions we have made in this meditation. Queen of the Apostles, pray for us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. <laughs>